pray, encourage, help people move into that stronghold where it says in the Psalms, so shall we be saved from our enemies. The importance of having a stronghold, a place, a fortress, a bulwark that protects us from the fires of this world. Just encourage you to, to kind of engage the life of the church. Engage all that you have, all that you've been given. So you can embrace that stronghold and be freed from the, the, the snares of the enemy. The snares of the enemy. So, God help us. Stronghold Orthodox. And then we say in the Troparian, the strengthening the church through your divine teachings. These divine teachings that have been given to us through the centuries. St. Athanasius was a 4th century saint. St. Sarah was a 5th century saint. And they both were attacked by their peers. And it's so interesting to me that after all these years, what survived? They survived. Their teachings survived. Why? Because it's the truth. Because its truth is eternal. Truth doesn't have a, just a time. It's, it's real in eternity. It doesn't just exist for a time. If it's true, it exists for eternity. If it's just a false teaching, it will, it, it will exist for a time. So it's a proof that what they taught and what they have given to us is truly the truth. It's the truth because it has existed for time, over time, eternally given to us. So what a blessing this is. What does truth do? St. Paul says to us in Romans, the truth sets us free. Freedom. Freedom from what? From sin, from passions, from anxieties. That's the freedom that we want. We don't need the freedom that says you can go do what you want, when you want, anytime you want. That's actually slavery, by the way. You want an example of that's slavery. Because then you're, then you're a slave to your passions. Then you're a slave to what you want. See? And we all know that if we keep doing that, troubles occur. Okay, so what are we free? Free to follow God. Free to live the holy life. Free to live virtuously. Free to be freed from our passions. Freed from our, our anxieties. This is the freedom that we desire and need to have and hold on to. The, the freedom that gives, has been given to us through following the truth. We also see in Psalm 91 that truth is a shield. It's a shield, like, you know, the old, remember old Wonder Woman? You know, she had that, she had those little shields here. She could drop, she could put her little thing up here and a shield against the enemies. The truth is a shield against the enemy. When we hold it and we embrace it, that's why it's so important to pray. Because you know when you pray, we pray, this is the beautiful thing. In orthodoxy, we're taught this. We pray what we believe and we believe what we 
You want to strengthen your belief? Pray. Pray. Pray the prayers. They're powerful. They teach us who God is. They teach us how to, how to approach God, what to ask of God, what to expect from God. Okay? So our, our prayers are our, 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 our solid place where we touch that shield. We, we get that shield. It guards us. It guards our heart. It guards our minds against the attacks of the enemy. So pray. Find freedom in truth away from your passions and from the enemy. And then he says, opposing the heretical opinion Arius, the son is equal in nature with the father. So, opposing heresy. Opposing the falsehood. Okay, why is this critically important? It's critically important that we worship the right God. Worship the right God. And it's, and it's critical, the reason why it was fought so vigorously by St. Athanasius, St. Cyril, and those others was because if the truth was perverted, we would not be worshiping the true God. We would be describing something other than the truth, other than the true God. So it's critical that we understand that which is true and worship the true God very specifically. I want to share something with you in regard to this idea of truth. The church teaches us in holy baptism that in baptism we are united to Christ. Something substantial happens to you when you're baptized. You're united to Christ. Okay? Where, when I grew up, that unity to Christ was a mental thing. I just had to attain it. You're united to God. Yes, I'm united to God. And I had to kind of keep it in my mind. But in our teaching, in the teaching of the truth, how are you united to God? Say it. I'm baptized. Those who are baptized into Christ have put on Christ in Galatians. We know this. So the truth is that we, when we are baptized, we are united to God. So is there any way you can be convinced that you're not United to God. You can speak. It's okay. No, you can't be because you are united to him in baptism. That's a fact. It, you don't have to ascend to that mentally. You don't have to jump into that place mentally. It's a fact. And, and in that baptism, you have been given the Holy Spirit. The seal of the Holy Spirit. What do you say? Seal. Seal the Holy Spirit. Seal. Have you been sealed with the Holy Spirit? Yes. Are you united to Christ? Yes. Are you sealed with the Holy Spirit? Yes. Substantially. Not in the mind, not ascended intellectually. Real. Part of your being now. See how important the truth is? If that truth gets that's watered down, you have to make that ascension mentally. And I tell you, and you know this very well, that when your life starts going south to the, into the bad places, you will be convinced you're not united to Christ. You'll be convinced that you're not sealed in the Holy Spirit. But are you united to Christ? Yes. Are you sealed in the Holy Spirit? Yes. Because that's what the truth teaches us. 
That's why it's so critical that we understand these things, that we hold on to them. So, and then we ask our beloved patron and other saints to intercede with Christ for us. Intercede with Christ for us, St. Athanasius, St. Cyril, St. Anthony. We know that a prayer of a righteous man avails much, and we know the righteousness of St. Athanasius, St. Cyril, and St. Anthony. Uh, and I just want to conclude with a thanksgiving to him, St. Athanasius particularly. Thank you, St. Athanasius, for bringing us to orthodoxy. Thank you, St. Athanasius, for being here present with us and guiding us today, always. And thank you for the opportunity that we may live holy, righteous lives in Christ. That's a great thing that he has given to us. And it's so interesting, you know, when that shade goes up over there, I've showed this to you before, when you stand right here like this, you look out that window, you know what you see? The cross where the altar will be. Right square in the middle of that window, right from here. No coincidences. Aaron, why don't you roll that window? Can you hold that on the other side on the right? Wow, it's just perfect. Right square in the middle of the window. St. Athanasius will build the church. Brought us to orthodoxy. Brought us to this place will help us build that church. What a joy it is to have him as our patron. So thank you, St. Athanasius, Cyril, and Anthony. Let me end with this prayer that we pray to St. Athanasius. Cast from, uh, from us above uh, and conduct this people in its perfect worship of the perfect Trinity, whom as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit we contemplate and adore. Possess and aid us in our Christian charge, set us with you and those like you. In Christ himself, our Lord, to whom are all glory, honor, and worship forevermore. Amen.